Podcast friends, my name is David Lee and you are listening to the Inspire Design Create podcast, giving freelance filmmakers a voice, sharing their stories and connecting the world of cinematography, commercial filmmaking and starting your own business together. Let's go. All right, what is going on friends, family? We're back with a brand new week, brand new episode. Um, my microphone sounds different. I switched out my, uh, I use Audio uh, Technica headsets, uh, Audio Technica. God damn, what is the hell is this company called? Audio Technica. Yeah, yeah, yeah Audio Technica. But I switched out the um, the ear pads for like newer ones or aftermarket ones that don't build up as much heat. But I don't know, it sounds different though. Like uh, my voice just sounds different. Anyways, hopefully it sounds the same as the other episodes. Uh, today we are talking, if it does sound different, let me know though. Um, today we're talking about using a long lens as a wide lens, right? And some of you may already be doing this. Some of you may not know this, um, I guess, like trick, right? So if you've ever been in an instance where you need to get a wide shot of something, someone, um, you know, in some way, shape or form, right? A lot of times you would default to putting on a wide lens, like a 24 millimeter, and then you shoot your your wide, right? Uh, but there may be situations where, you know, say the director wants a, a push in, whether you have a Dana Dolly or a slider, whatever it is, right? And uh, many times in those situations, you really can't use a wide lens because you see the track, right? You need you need to be on a longer lens. And so that's where this kind of trick comes in is, is you can bring your camera way back, put it on a 75 millimeter or 85 millimeter or like a 100 millimeter, whatever uh, focal length works best for you. You bring the camera back and then you do your push and shot, right? Which essentially is like your... Uh, establishing wide shot or your wide shot in general, right? And some advantages of doing it that way, even, you know, say if, even if the shot is supposed to be static, the camera doesn't need to move. And instead of going on your uh, 24 millimeter, 25 millimeter or whatever lens is your is your wide lens, right? Uh, many times you are at the subject of uh, uh, trying to or having to light it in such a way where it looks good, right? Because obviously you want it, you want the frame to look good. Um, but as we all know, uh, on a water focal length, that means you see more. If you see more, then it means that there is more things in the environment and the atmosphere that you need to try to uh, control, mitigate, and uh, to shape light. Right? Maybe you need to, uh, if you had a wide shot, maybe you're in a situation where you um, you necessarily need like uh, two or three 600Ds outside, 500Ds, uh, M18s, whatever, whatever, you know, fixture you have around, right? Uh, maybe you need like three of those lights to be able to push light in through the windows to create some some manner of shape, right? Um, and say you don't have them. Say you only have like one uh, Forza 500 or maybe you only have one M18 outside, right? And it's just not, you know, it's not creating the shape that you want. Right. And then that's just one part of the puzzle. The other part is you need to have uh, some manner of key light, whether that's an interior bounce or whether that's an actual um, fixture like a uh, sky panel or a, a Nova 300 or, or light mat, whatever it is. Right. You also need to factor that in. Right. And then how close or how far away can you actually get the lamp? And this whole debacle could take like an hour. Whereas if you just went on a on a longer lens, 85 mil, 100 mil, something like that, right? That means there's less, there's, there's, there's less that you need to, con, um, what's the word? There's, there's, there's less that you need to think about because now you have um, more opportunity to shape the light, 
where because see on a wide lens 24 like you see a, a fairly wide frame and there's not a lot of room to um to manicure the light so to speak right whereas if you're on right so so example right you have a person sitting on a couch your key light can only be so close because otherwise it's going to be in the frame right whereas if you went on a longer lens you bring the camera back you uh it's not necessarily about the compression the compression is, is is the least thing that you're that you're trying to accomplish you're really just trying to accomplish the lighting right that's, that's the most important part in this situation so you bring the camera back long lens you you shoot the wide from a uh, from a further distance you could bring your key light closer in to make it less sourcey, right? Or to bring it back if you want it to just, you know, um, create more of an edge or more of like uh, room tone, depending on whatever it is that you're that you're going for, right? And so that's one of the most, like I would say prominent advantages of using a longer lens as a wider lens, right? Is you can manicure the light uh, in a more, um, I guess in a more efficient manner, right? Because now you're not trying to figure out like, okay, so we got this light. Okay, now we got to figure out this light. Now we got to bring in this neg. Okay, now we need more neg. Now we got to bring in, ah, you know, the key light's looking a little bit too sourcey. Let's see if we can diffuse it. You know, do we have a, do we have a, a grid on it? Do we not have a grid available? What, what's the deal, right? Whereas on a longer lens, you can get away with, with a lot of things that you just can't get away with a traditional wide lens, right? Uh, and then, so this works great if you are on a time crunch. Uh, so you only have one day to shoot whatever it is that you're, um, that you're asked to shoot, uh, commercial or music video, whatever it is, right? Many, many times, 99% of the time, you only have a very short amount of time to um, to get the coverage, to shoot the boards, uh, to go through the shot list and kind of see, okay, what are the most important things that we um, that we need to establish, right? And so again, you can you could take this this uh, and you know, say you don't even have a long lens, right? Say the longest lens you have is um, I don't know, a 50 millimeter, right? Uh, if your camera has a a decent super 35 mode, right? That's another way to do it. Um, the other way is cropping it in, in post, uh, but I, I don't like doing that anymore just because now we are in, a, in an age, in a time where uh, 4K is almost a standard deliverable, right? Now, many times you're, there's still as 1080 deliverables, um, but I, I believe just from what I'm seeing is, is you know, we're basically at a time where 4K deliverables is like standard, right? So if your camera can only record in 4K, that's the maximum, even if it's like 4.6K, if you have to crop in um, in post, depending on um, what bitrate you're going to be exporting, are you exporting in like ProRes 422HQ, 4444, H.265, all that kind of stuff you have to figure out, right? It's like, that's a lot of stuff to have, have to try to figure out at the end. If I have just a camera that I don't need to crop in, right? Uh, if say you're even delivering in 4K and your camera is um, the maximum recording uh, resolution is 4K, right? The less you have to um, crop in on post, the easier it is to have that uh, image fidelity there, right? And especially in the future too. So again, these are just little tricks that I have picked up, I didn't make this stuff up, right? I just picked it up from other people and I tried it out and it actually works out really, really well, right? Uh, so always have at least one longish lens in your kit. Could be a 100 mil macro, right? You kind of get like a, a nice two for one. You have your macro lens plus a long lens. Uh, maybe just have an 85 or a 75 or a one or a 135. Uh, could even be a zoom lens. Maybe you have like a 70 to 200 or uh, anything along along that that 70 to 135 range. Is always great to have, right? Without having to rely on like a super 35 mode. 
right? Uh, so I hope this tip helped you guys out in some way, shape, or form. Uh, again, I'm always just trying to make you know little bite-sized pieces of content, things that you can digest really easily, and then go practice it and, and use it for yourself, right? Uh, like in instance for me is is I have a, a short film that we are doing uh, in about two weeks or so, so I'm prepping for that. And talking to the director, there is there are certain scenes about maybe two or three scenes where we need a um, a wide shot in this very 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 narrow and white walled kitchen, right? And so one of the um, options that I presented to the director was, hey, let's just go on a wide or a longer lens, bring the camera back, shoot within a, a frame within a frame, right? A doorway leading into the kitchen. Uh, to create some some manner of depth, right? Foreground, mid-ground, background. And then from there, we can actually manicure the lighting a lot more, right? Because now we're not seeing like the entire kitchen. We're just seeing, you know, this little frame within a frame. And even if you say we were in the kitchen, right? The kitchen is long enough where we can, we can shoot a lengthwise, right? I think it's lengthwise, basically. Uh, the length of the kitchen. And again, we can always go on a longer lens so that way we don't necessarily uh, see like, parts of the side of the kitchen and parts of the top of the kitchen. So that way we can rig lights in a more um, fashionable manner, right? To create some uh, some more layers, some more contrast in the scene, right? Uh, so again, take this take this as uh, a learning experience that hopefully you can, um, you can apply it into your next project. If the director says, we need a wide shot of this, and if you are looking at it and you're saying, mm, man, if we do a wide shot, it's going to be it's going to be really tricky. We don't have the fixtures or maybe we're just shooting at like the wrong time of day, even though we do have a lot of fixtures. Uh, it's going to take us like, you know, an extra 45 minutes to just rig this one shot. Right. Whereas um, if you think about it, you're like, hmm, well, if we want a longer lens, it, we can minimize the setup time to like 15, 20 minutes. That saves us time. And it'll probably look um, better than having to go on like a, you know, 20 mil, 21 millimeter, 24 millimeter. Right. Uh, if this helps you out in some way, shape or form, please let me know. Uh, it would be great just so I know that this content is actually helping you guys out and is beneficial to you guys. Right. Again, if you haven't shared this podcast, please share it with your friends, your homies, everyone that you know. Uh, rate it on iTunes podcast, Apple. I think it's called Apple Podcasts now. Uh, and I will catch you guys in the next podcast episode. All right. Bye.